Hey team, welcome to the Professionally Offensive Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cabrera. This is the spot where we provide raw, unfiltered insights from some amazing guests. Stand by, you're about to be offended in all the right ways. All right team, welcome to the Professionally Offensive Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cabrera, and welcome to the Morning Huddle. It's going to be a new concept here. It's going to be a new session that we're going to have sprinkled in throughout the year. And the whole idea behind the Morning Huddle is to be able to provide listeners perspectives that are outside of our normal guest interviews. And so this is going to be everything from tactical tips to help you move more efficiently through your day, some insights, some thought experiments, or just what the heck's going on, maybe a current event or something, and we kind of get to chat about it. It can be a little bit about everything, but it's just kind of an opportunity for me to talk with you here directly and then to be able to share some items. The other things that will be really cool to cover during this time or we expect to cover is some listener questions, or anything that just might be outside of the normal context of interview. So hope you enjoy them, and we're going to kick off this morning huddle with battle rhythm. Do you have one? So when you hear battle rhythm, you might be thinking, what the heck is he talking about? But a battle rhythm actually is something that if you don't have one for your personal life, for your team, for your family, I would argue that you could probably look at what you're doing in your life right now and probably point right back to saying, Maybe that's why I'm not accomplishing as much as I had hoped to. I had a grand plan to get a lot of things done, but for one reason or another, I just didn't land where I wanted to this year. And so as we're kicking off 2022 and years to come, right, this isn't a New Year's resolution. This isn't a, um, a get, you know, organized quick type plan. This is something that should be more, think about it more as like, how do you embed this more into your DNA, your battle rhythm? And again, Battle rhythm, you can think of it as this is a plan for action instead of acting to plan where I think a lot of us end up getting ourselves into. And really, if you think about how most of us live our lives, most of us live our lives based on what the Outlook calendar says, right? We're just going through the motions, right? Whatever pops up on there. We know how that all goes, right? You get a bunch of invites throughout the week or from the week prior, and all you're doing is finding white space to shove that stuff in there. And then you're going through the motions and going through these meetings, but are you being really intentional about how you're going through those meetings? Are you really moving the needle forward? There's a lot of activity, right? What I like to tell folks is just like a dog chasing its tail, right? A lot of movement, but not moving anywhere. And so you're not making any forward progress. And so battle rhythm is there to get you into a cadence, right? You can call it an operational cadence. You can call it... Um, a routine, but I wouldn't say routine. That, that It doesn't do it justice because a routine is just kind of sometimes something you do for basic survival or, you know, sounds like brushing your teeth. A battle rhythm really is a cadence. It really is a melody in your life that you're allowed to kind of come in and out of depending on where you're at. And we'll talk about why that's key and why adaptability is important to be built into your battle rhythm. But we're going to jump right into it. So if you don't got one, then you're here in the right place, here in the morning huddle, and we're going to talk about what this means. So what is a battle rhythm, right? So battle rhythm, you can think about, I kind of described some analogies of it, but really simply, it's an accountability framework that helps you balance productivity and flexibility, and then it gives you ultimate opportunities to adapt with whatever comes your way. How many times have we come up with a plan, or how many times have we come up with a schedule or an outlook routine, or whatever the case might be, wrench gets thrown in there, right? random doctor's appointment, emergency at home, an emergency meeting or something that got called on there out of nowhere. 
And not only did it kind of mess and jack with your whole schedule there, but what it really did was put you in a a frame of mind and a mindset that now you're frustrated or you're flustered or you're feeling behind. And now that's creating a ripple effect in the productivity that you're having for the rest of your day. Not a good thing, right? So battle rhythm is meant to be designed as a framework. Think about it as the, you know, the wood skeleton of a home or, or, you know, I think more important, think of it as a range, right? So flags on a range or bumpers at a bowling alley or the concentric circles around a bullseye. If you're hidden within that target group, you're within your battle rhythm, right? That means at the end of the year, the month, the week, whatever it might be, you're going to see forward progress, but it gives you ultimate adaptability in how you get there. So again, think about battle rhythm as an accountability framework, right? And how you go through your day. So this isn't just following some schedule you put together. This isn't, you know, uh, a template that you print off the internet and you're going out there and you're listening in and you're saying, hey, uh, I need to follow this person's exact day-to-day, step-by-step thing because that's how I get there. Again, that, that's a mechanism to help you fulfill a battle rhythm, but that isn't your battle rhythm. Think of a battle rhythm as much more part of a deeper part of how you operate throughout your day, right? And cadence is probably the best way to think about it. So how do you create one? Well, believe it or not, you want to create one looking from top down. A lot of us like to get mired in the tactical minutiae, getting into how you plan every single minute of your day, how you plan every single day of your week, and how you plan every week of your month. We will get there. But I think what you have to start off first is what the heck you're trying to achieve, right? What is that thing that you're trying to achieve or the things that you're trying to achieve? And then how do you backwards engineer something into that that isn't so specific, but allows you to be adaptable along the path. And so what I like to start with is just a sit down, right? Put myself in a good frame of thought. Maybe grab yourself a coffee, maybe after a run, maybe on a run, whatever it might be, but wherever you're going to be, we all know that time in our day or in our week where we're most reflective about the things that we really want to accomplish, right? Maybe that's dinner with your better half, or maybe that's just you sitting by yourself, um, you know, kind of enjoying some nature, whatever that might be, there is a moment we all can reflect on the things that if we did these things by the end of the year, by whenever, we'd be pretty happy. Get yourself in that frame of thought. Then really just pencil in, hey, look, this year, it would be really great if I could accomplish X, right? Then you do that quarterly, and you do that monthly, and you do that weekly. And these things should be different, right? So for example, you might be sitting there and saying, hey, look, what do I want to accomplish here annually? Well, it can be personal. It can also be professional, right? These things are uh, interchangeable, right? A battle rhythm is meant to capture all these items. So annual, you might say, you know, I'd like to travel more. And specifically, we've been kicking off that or kicking down the road that European trip or that trip down to Africa. I want to do that. And I also need to make sure that I'm making time to go visit family because I've always, you know, felt like I've squeezed that in there and we're planning at the last minute. But I want to make sure I'm doing that efficiently. And then really want to hit that promotion this year, right? Because I got all the things that I need to get that promotion. I just want to make sure that by the end of the year, I feel strong about being a strong candidate, right? So those are good annual goals. Then you might go into quarterly, right? And quarterly is, you know, you're looking at a group of months now, right? You're kind of shrinking that shot group in a little bit. And you say, okay, what do I want to do quarterly? And quarterly goals are are sometimes harder than the monthly goals. Because I do think as humans... This is one of the hardest places, I think, to plan for or to create a battle rhythm, right? Because as humans, we we often overestimate what we can do with a shorter period of time. We often think we can get all these things done in a week or a month or a few months. 
And believe it or not, it'll take a year or years sometimes to accomplish it. So the quarterly is always tricky because it's kind of that sweet spot between the two. But I think quarterly, a good way to look at it is what are the goals that I want to achieve given a few months that I can really dedicate and focus on a thing? So to me, it might be you know, a workout routine, right? Where you're like, hey, look, I'd really like to increase my strength capacity or my work, you know, my work capacity at the gym by X, right? Or I'd really like to get out there to a point where my lead generation for the year is sustaining a certain pipeline in my business, right? And so, and that's something you can measure on a quarterly basis. Or again, going back personally, I'd like to do, uh, I'd like to get out in nature and do some kind of meaningful camping or hiking trip every single quarter. Whatever that is, right? Put that on there. Monthly, the same thing, and then weekly, right? And monthly can, is, is just a smaller breakdown of what the quarter is. But I think monthly, you set cadences in there that not only are goals, but you start thinking about the have-tos, right? The monthly and the weekly are where you start looking at, okay, I got goals, but I also have things that I need to get done. And that's also a part of creating this battle rhythm, and if I didn't say it before, battle rhythm is a great combination between goals and the have tos you have to, you know, that you had got to get accomplished in your life. For example, on a monthly basis, you might have a bill paying routine that you need, or a bill paying requirement that you need to get done. Um, you also might have um, certain uh, maybe tax hurdles you got to have with your CPA, or maybe you got to close the books on your business and you need to make sure you're staying on cadence. Those are important things to jot down as well on a monthly basis. And I'm sure those things happen on a weekly basis as well. On a weekly basis, make sure you're going all the way out to Sunday and Saturday, right? Those are important as well. Now, whether you're a worker on the weekends or a non-worker on the weekends, that's really up to you on what fits kind of your DNA and what it is that you want to accomplish in your life. But ultimately, planning for those days are important. How many of us get through a Saturday and we kind of wonder like, man, that just felt really unproductive or I feel like I just lounged around all day. And if that was the plan, then write it on there. Hey, I want to have two weekends a month where I'm just lounging around and hanging out with my better half or you know, going for a run with my dog or whatever the case might be. Right. So, but if you put it on there and that's what you did for the day, just mentally what happens is you said, well, you know what? I intended to do that. Right. This is why that's okay. Versus just kind of feeling like maybe you just were lazy or you didn't put the work in today to be able to do the things that you needed to do. The other things that you also want to be able to put on your weekends is time for, I find that the weekends are a really good opportunity for self development. Right. So, hey, I want to go ahead and spend an hour reading or I want to get out there and and do the longer runs that I haven't been able to do during the week. Or what I really want to do is catch up with a mentor, grab a coffee, grab some brunch, hang out, learn a little bit, figure those things out. The reason is, is because what it also allows you to do to prime you for the week, that those lessons learned, you can apply directly to the week ahead, as opposed to trying to squeeze it in during your hectic work week, trying to learn something productive, probably discarding 80% of it and not really drawing the fruit out of it. So I think the weekends are a really good opportunity to be able to put self-development time in there so that you can kind of be productive as you're moving along. So that's how you start. Just a rough list. You break it up into annual, quarterly, monthly, and weekly. Put things that you need to do on there, goals and the have-tos, right? And again, these are professional, personal, and family goals that you're putting on there. And to-dos. I want to say goals, right? Sometimes paying bills are not a goal, but it is a to-do that's, that's, that you need to get done. Then what I'll do at that point, or what I'd recommend that y'all do, is then go print one of these blank calendars off the internet, right, and start there, right? Look at what your weekly and monthly goals were, 
and some of y'all will color code, some of y'all, whatever that is, just jot them down on a calendar, right? Put them on there, all the things you need to do, when you need to do them, every single day of that week. And don't go past one month, right? Just start with the month that you're currently in and put it all on there. Then put that daggone thing right in front of your face and look at it. How does it look? Just gut check. Is there a lot of writing on there? Because if it is, maybe you're setting yourself up for failure. Is there not enough on there? Maybe you didn't do anything or maybe you didn't really think very hard about the things you need to get done. What you want to see intuitively, and everybody's different, is you want to see that the amount of things that you have to do in a month is balanced with the white space that's on the month as well. That white space is not just hangout time or, or recharge. It could be. But that white space is the adaptable portion of making this battle rhythm work, right? This is the space, as we call, used to call it in the service, you need that freedom and maneuver, right? You need the ability. It's like a quarterback standing in a pocket, right? You need that ability to be able to flex left or right, front or back, if the world doesn't give you exactly what you needed that day, right, to make it as effective or as efficient as you can be. If it does look that way, and the reason I also say that it needs to be different for everybody, that it is different for everybody, there isn't just, hey, look, if you got seven pieces of things going on between four days, and, and then no, none of that matters. What matters is, does it work for you? And if it does work for you, great. Then what you need to do is that lock that in and try it for 30 days, right? Try it for 30 days and go the full 30, only adhering to what you wrote on there right? Don't try to change anything. The problem with a lot of us is that we'll go through a week of doing this battle rhythm and we'll find ourselves saying this didn't work. When reality is it's your body, your mind, your spirit getting used to a new cadence. You ever started a new workout routine or if you've ever started a new job, it feels like you don't know anything and you're way behind everybody else or it feels like you're not lifting as much or your body is way more sore than it needs to be. No, it's called growth right? And this is what happens. Your body just needs time to adjust. Your mind needs time to adjust and catch up. It will. And by week or two or three, you'll see what it looks like. Then at the end of 30 days, basically do this exercise again and only make small adjustments, right? Only say, okay, you know what I realize? That getting up at a certain time to go do my workouts, it's not early enough. I need to get up earlier. And quite frankly, I'm already up then I always feel like I'm running behind on my morning meetings, so let me go adjust. Or, you know what, I haven't really been doing a great job adhering to what I need to do on Saturdays, but it seems like I got way more time on a Sunday. Okay, cool, bump it then. Make those small adjustments, and then they'll go do it again. What it's gonna, you're going to find is that after about two or three months of doing this, you'll start to really hone in on the things that you're doing well and the things you're not doing well, and that battle rhythm will start to create its own little crescendo and you will get into the things that you need to get into. And what I would say is every quarter, just spending time evaluating and making sure you're kind of hitting those benchmark goals that you've established for yourself, right? Did the, did the lead funnel create and generate what you needed it to? Did you end up getting those hikes in that you wanted? Did you end up uh, going out to dinner on a regular basis with friends and family and, and your better half or whatever it might be? Are you doing those things? What's funny is intuitively you'll feel better. You'll just know that you're accomplishing things that you accomplish, right? There's something powerful about writing something down and then knowing that you're achieving those things. Here's the thing that I'll say to be mindful during this whole process. The idea of a battle rhythm is not a checklist so that you can go check these things off and get done with your day. Those are effective. Sometimes you make those daily so that you get in the key events done. This is not what this is. 
This is not about checking things off a list. This is about establishing a framework that keeps you accountable. Because here's the reality of it. You're not going to end up adhering to your battle rhythm probably 25% of the time, if not more. For some of y'all, this is your first time doing it. It may, You may end up 50% hit rate on this thing. That's okay. It'll get better, but it's also the point. The point is, is that if you're 75% productive to your or adhering to your battle rhythm, what you'll find is that you'll accomplish way more with that level of consistency throughout the rest of your year than you would have hoping to schedule, over-schedule certain events throughout the day, right, or throughout the week. And missing on that 25% is actually going to feel like a small miss at the end of the year because you will see the amount of movement that you've moved forward. You'll find that most folks really, because of their lack of adaptability in their schedule, in their life, in their own personal mindset, what I've found is, and even found this personally, right, what I've found is when you don't create adaptability in your schedule, you're really only accomplishing, I don't know, maybe less than a quarter of what you had hoped to have done. Because again, you're that dog chasing its tail, super busy, moving all the time, but you're not really moving in the direction you need to be moving. And so that's something that as you're reflecting on what it is that you're trying to accomplish for the year, for the quarter, for the month, for the week, making sure that you're giving yourself time to be adaptable and building in grace there is what's going to allow you to be productive. Because when you don't build in that grace and that adaptability, what will fundamentally happen to you is that you'll start beating yourself up, which will then render bad decisions, bad outcomes moving forward. It's just the way that it goes, right? It's just going to continue snowballing, which is why you'll end up creating uh, or which is why you'll end up achieving less at the end of the year. All right. So that's it on battle rhythm. Now, let me again, let me tell you why this matters. And because at the end of the day, we all need to go. Sometimes it's hard to put something on paper. It's hard to commit to something without really understanding what ultimately this is going to do for me. What I'll tell you is that this is going to help you live life more intentionally, right? While giving ourselves space. Again, that freedom maneuver to adapt, right? And so living life intentionally sometimes also means choosing. That white space is also choosing what you're not doing, right? Instead of just listening and being beholden to some calendar and some schedule that gets put on there, right? We all know about meetings and all about about events we go to that really don't do anything for us. Again, this is a framework and this framework is really just about discipline, right? So it allows you to achieve what you actually expect, if not more, right? And oftentimes it'll be more than you thought, right? You'll look back on it and be like, holy smokes, I really nailed my financial goals this year beyond what I thought. We hit our goals by month eight instead of month 12. This is great, right? Because that rhythm is kicking in, right? And when you're in and you got momentum behind you, you're really accomplishing things. And again, just remember, success is all about small planted steps to get you something bigger. Right, the problem with our world sometimes, not just today, any day, right? Years past, years forward, it's all the same. We look at end states of other people have accomplished things, and it's very easy for us to fall into this. Well, shoot, I got to make this really dramatic move. The problem with dramatic moves is you strain stuff, and when you strain stuff, you injure stuff, and when you injure stuff, you now go negative, right? You're going backwards, right? And so. Small planted steps, just like climbing a mountain, small planted steps gets you to the summit. Just don't jump to the summit, right? You go ahead and you make these small planted steps, right? So if you're doing your battle rhythm the way that you need to be, it should feel fairly effortless, but you should also have this level of accountability in your schedule. And when things do get thrown in and wrenches do get thrown in there, 
you should feel like that's fine. I got time built into it. It should be more of, you know what, I planned for that wrench. Even though I know what that wrench was exactly going to look like, I planned for it. The final thing I'll say is commit to the process, right? Do this for 30 days. Do this for a quarter. Commit to doing it if you're going to be doing this, right? And then just let the brisket do its thing, right? Have y'all ever eaten a brisket or a pot roast? You stick the daggone meat in the grill, just wait, right? Because sometimes all it is just time, right? Time is a really gate great curator. Um, is that the word curator? Might be. Well, time is a really good um, ingredient. Let's use that word. Time is a really good ingredient for being able to soften and make something a much more part, like it smooths things out, right, over time. And so commit to the process. You'll find that the battle rhythm is something that you'll probably have a hard time with at the beginning. And the reason you'll have a hard time with it at the beginning is because you're going to try to make it into a checklist or into a routine. It's not. It's a framework. It's something you're supposed to be able to operate within. Remember, it's the concentric circles around the bullseye. If your goal is the bullseye, the battle rhythm is all the circles around it. And guess what? You still get points for hitting outside of it. And then as you start to get better and better, you'll tighten that shot group, and then those arrows will start landing right in the middle of that bullseye over and over again. And that's great. That means you just became pro status and how do you operate these things and then you continue to refine even now i've been doing this for years and years and years and i still refine more and more every year how i get better at doing these battle rhythms and what i found personally is i take more crap off right because i'm much more effective being able to go hard and heady in the things that i really really find it critical and i want to be intentional about all right team that's all i got for you today on the morning huddle Hope you enjoyed it, and remember, continue to listen to us here for upcoming podcasts that you can listen to on all platforms. We have some really great guests coming up, and we got some really great morning huddles on the way. 